Hello and welcome to Geek and Biscuits uh, with your host Dan and Grant. How are you doing, fella? I'm good, mate. How are you? Yeah, not bad at all. Well, not bad. Thank you very much. Good um, to be back. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's always good, mate. It's good to see your beautiful face. Thank you. I do uh, moisturise. The tears <laughs> of the innocent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bless you. Um, right, so today we're talking Predator 2. The Kevin Spacey files. <laughs> <laughs> so we're... <laughs> We're um, doing, uh, yeah, before we get on with it, uh, please like and subscribe if you if you like to. That'd be great. That helps out fantastically. Um, we're always on the lookout for new friends and new biscuiteers, so get involved. Um, so we're saying all that, mate. Right, Predator 2, the 1990 sequel to Predator. Yep. Yeah. Um, obviously, uh, by, uh, directed by uh, Stephen Hopkins. And yep. uh, written by Jim Thomas and John Thomas, returning writers from Predator. So, um, absolutely for me, it's a brilliant sequel. Um, before we get into the whole sort of thing, I just want to put it out. It's, I really do think it's a strong, strong sequel. Um, so, what's what's your first experience with Predator Two, pal? Uh... Um, I think that I actually saw this in its entirety before Predator. I think mm-hmm. I saw bits of Predator, like the the old hand in sequence. But I think yeah. that this film I saw in its entirety before that. Um, I remember my uh, parents having their VHS cover, and it's the mm-hmm. where the Predator's on the on the on the tower with his yeah. like it's like the lightning attracted to the uh, spear that he's got yeah. Yeah. Um, after he kills King Willie, I think, and takes his spinal mm-hmm. cord and skull. Yeah. Um, and I remember, <laughs> I remember taking it to my um, my grandma, bless her, grandma Joyce. I used to watch um, when I used to stay there. I used to watch all kind of action films and stuff. And I can remember taking this film and uh, saying to her, "Oh yeah, yeah, it's action." I'm not explaining what the predator is and stuff. And I remember my auntie walking at one point, and it's where um, they, they, that guy strung up the. Uh, the drug dealer naked and his his, his girlfriend or hooker or whatever's yeah. naked and like <laughs> like cutting him down the middle and like threatening him and stuff yeah. like that. and she was just like what are you watching and i was like oh yeah it's predator yeah yeah <laughs> never had a predator and okay. I, yeah i just remember i just remember that and i just remember that <laughs> when you're a when you're younger, you you know it was never a film that was scary, but I always thought it was a little bit scary. I thought yeah. when you first watched it because you were young, and I thought think that the predator is quite intimidating when he's first like shown as a mm. as, as camo, 
and you know and it's quite violent to see yeah. so um so i always thought like exhilarated watching it like a bit like oh yeah yeah this is yeah this is happening and and then the more it shows the predator the more like any kind of film like alien or anything like that, it might have a bit of anxiety for you as a younger a younger audience member mm. but as soon as the mask it, it, as soon as he's like the cloaking stuff's come off and he's he's there you're all right and you know the, yeah. the hero's yeah. gonna hopefully win but it was just one of those where it was just full of action you know full of kind of like anxiety little moments at the beginning one of those films yeah. i watched when i was younger thinking i'm a fucking grown-up i can handle anything <laughs> <laughs> um, and i just remember really enjoying it mate to be honest yeah. oh brilliant what about yourself? Um, I, see, I think, again, it's just one of those things my dad's... I've already seen Predator, um, mm. and my dad was just... I think he probably recorded it off of ITV or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I just remember really enjoying it. I, my dad always goes around, he, he quotes stuff all the time, you know, he, he, you know, he, he just... He'd walk around the house, and especially like Predator 2... He's got this thing about trying to do like a King Willie impression all the time, you know, and, and he, he just, you know, I don't know where he is, you know, <laughs> the other side, and gives it all that. <laughs> you think, what the fuck are you on about, you know? <laughs> but then you sort of sit down and show it, and it's one of those great, great sort of experiences with my dad where it, it was like really sort of excited about seeing the sequel because he enjoyed Predator so much, and then to <clears> know that there was another one. You know, just yeah. really got you excited about it. So yeah, it's just another one, um, just shared with my dad. Uh, I don't remember how old I was. Pretty young. I, yeah. think, I don't remember the earliest memory. I just know it's it's it was with dad. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. But again, loved it. It loved it. It was and it was different enough from Predator. It wasn't a, a, a typical. I know it was nineteen ninety, but it didn't have that typical sort of eighty sequel feel where they just threw more money at it, made nah. everything louder and bigger and. And the odds, you know, stacked, in, and you go from your first your time they were in South America. <laughs> now they're in the biggest part of the baddest jungle that's just been created for this sequel, <laughs> the mega jungle. <laughs> yeah, it takes it absolutely away, don't it? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Been, yeah, yeah. So, you know, so much, and it was just, it's just so not the urban setting just felt yeah. awesome. It just felt really good. Cool. Just... I did. I remember because um, the film set '97. Obviously, yes. and I remember like a lot of resistance met when I was saying how good it was. There was a lot of people that were like, mm. no, "It's not good." I was like, "Kind of feels like it's a more realistic setting yes. because the predator's not. He's not hiding. He's not. A, he's not. Yes, he's just camo, but he's a hunter. He's a predator. Mm. Um, so to me, going out there and looking for people and stuff like the first one, I can go. He, he was there for whatever reason yeah. and, and doing this once he learns of, of us of course he's going to go somewhere mm. that's more populated yeah. so when I've told oh it's not the same I was like no it actually makes a lot of fucking sense and mm. are you just wanting the same again so I've always yeah. found that resistance with people yeah to be honest yeah, definitely. so we'll talk about um, the, the cast I just want to first drop straight into Kevin Peter Hall because Kevin Peter Hall returns uh, yeah. as, as the predator, obviously he's playing playing a different predator, but and he does. I do feel like physically he does portray it differently. Yes, I do. Yeah, yeah. I think this 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 predator is, is it feels like a different character, not just the skin paint job, and obviously the the, the heads are completely different sculpt and feels agile yeah. more. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I feel that he's he, he's 
quick. You don't just rely on his technology. He's, he's just agile and athletic and you know so he does feel even more of a threat if i'm honest yeah yeah definitely and it's, it's the joined wonderfully by him lead lead cast you got danny glover yeah. who's just riding on successful lethal weapon um you got ruben blades bill paxton um you know uh I'm great i love i'm a massive bill paxton oh, it's amazing yeah um it's great. Uh, Maria Conchita Alonso from uh, Running Man. Yeah. Um, I think uh, Mitch Ruba Blades um, and, and Gary Busey. And the great thing is, is Peter Keys. And the great thing about Busey is, you know, the last time that Busey and Glover were into it was in Lethal Weapon. Yeah. Um, and they, they were brilliant against each other in that. And again, there's that, that sort of straight away that you, you feel that there's that animosity. And, and it's just a really great. Again, great, great Gary Busey fan. Um, oh, I know, obviously, he's had a lot of personal problems, but I do believe he's one of those actors that could have still been having great roles. Yes, yeah. Well, he's great in the Siege. Yeah, he was. Yeah, absolutely brilliant. Um, but yeah, so you know, uh, Glover's uh, playing a, a detective Harrigan, um, and he's he, he's a bit of a bastard isn't he he doesn't like the rules he doesn't the rule book doesn't exist yeah um, he's, he's i'm surprised he wasn't like let go released like on his first day he's yeah. he's, uh, he's a lunatic <laughs> yeah definitely yeah yeah and he's just i mean the, the, the basic plot for predator 2 is you know um the, there's a new predator in town it's hunting all the, you know, the hottest summer on record in la um and la is an absolute shit all it's a war um, zone it's it is such. yeah it's completely yeah. and drug drug cartels fighting each other they're fighting the police the police are losing um you know there's a record number of deaths for policemen and stuff like that yeah. um and harry good daddy Glover's character um is leading up his little unit um trying to stop these cartels from you know doing all the drug running and stuff like that it just happens to be that the predators hunting these guys at the same time the paths cross Gary Busey's playing a government man who, after the events of the first one, they've, they've been tracking these things. Yeah. Um, and it's just all their paths converge. Um, yeah. And, you know, it's... It, again, it's, like, it's, it's it's a really, really great, great cast. And they do a lot with it. It's not, you don't just... You're not just always rooting for Glover either. You know, you've got the sense that Glover's... He's a bit of a world weary cop, you know. He's he's been in that shit a long time, and especially when Bill Paxton's up and coming, you know, and Bill Paxton's like a, a is a bit of a suave, cheeky sort of loudmouth braggart. And you well, know. you get the um, he comes in, doesn't he? Tries to chat up. Um, I forget her, her name in the film. Uh, um, Leona. Yeah, he tries yeah, to yeah. he tries to chat her up and she grabs him by the balls, balls and gives yeah. him tell him off. So then later on she sees him and she's like in the bar, she's like, How's your balls? And he's like, Great, how are yours? Yes, he's yeah, like, yeah. He, he's, he's never embarrassed, is he? He's no. always got something to say. And it's, it's so refreshing to see a character like that in this situation. Yeah. Hey, surveillance is my specialty. <laughs> Everything's his specialty. But but yeah, Glover sort of um he has that big speech. He's when he says like to, to Bill Paxton, he's like, um, you know, oh, he's like, but Sergeant, I, I, I transfer, I wanted to transfer down here because that's what scares the shit out of me, kid. No one wants to be here. This this is literal hell. So you get this idea that it's been going on for a long, long time. Um, 
But it's just um, kind of stalemate, isn't it? It's yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. But uh, Ruben Blazer's character, Danny um, and Leona, and you know, and uh, Harrigan, of, of a really tight knit team. There's a yeah. definite love for each other, and even from the beginning, you can see that connection because that opening sequence. Is, is one of my favourite se- opening sequences from any film. Yeah, it's great. It's, you know, you've, you've got this all-out war. Um, cops have been shot and you've killed left, right and centre. Um, mm-hmm. This drug cartel, you know, the Scorpion, um, are, are literally blowing away. And it takes, you know, Harrigan comes in and it, it just does his stuff. It's just, it's madness, isn't it? It's so loud and brash and yeah. in your face. But it really gives you a sense of... of of Danny Glover's character that he, he doesn't give a fuck he wants to get the job done yeah absolutely uh, and I had this thing with um, people whenever you talk about people and, and, and they, they always go they always refer to Danny Glover um, not in a negative light because he's Danny Glover but against Schwarzenegger in the first one yeah they look at them as a physicality sort of, you know, sort of way and that they you know, because Schwarzenegger barely and I had this I think me and uh, Mrs. Slack used to argue about this that, you know, Schwarzenegger's big the big guy huge, yeah. um, and had his ass handed to him so yeah. the whole thing that goes through with Danny Glover is people sort of go well there's no way Danny Glover would be the predator circumstantial Danny Glover, at, at this point he'd already played Murtar twice Yeah, Murtar was always portrayed as being close to retirement in Lethal Weapon films you know, they put grey in his temples and yeah. you know, he, he runs about like an old man. Danny Glover wasn't anywhere near 50. No. Um, he's a big dude. He's like over six foot tall. There's a bit where he changes his shirt when you first see him and he's quite, mostly looks looks like he's been to gym, looks after himself. And obviously we go along in the plot, obviously, you know, the Predator does get, you know, gets shot in the, the chest with a shotgun, gets his arm cut off. You know, it's having breathing difficulties all the way through. Yeah. You know, so yeah. even they match these. Not that I worry about that, that sort of thing, but that was always my argument as a youngster when people throw the whole Arnie thing. Yeah. I get the argument. I, I, I think I sit more on your side than than the other side, absolutely. I think the, the thing is, I think maybe it's so jarring for people because almost the it's the end of days isn't it you know yes. the film where Schwarzenegger fights the devil and the original script who's going to shoot the shit out of it until midnight and then it disappeared instead yeah. they completely changed that and Arnie loses essentially yeah. Um, yeah. so in, in that one Arnie really it wasn't like brute strength that got the predator it was like brains so I, I I do get that, and I think um, I think at the time I think because you, you, rewatching this after not watching it for years, I did think to myself, I still stand by the fact that it's not a negative on the film, mm. but I think they potentially if it was made now they could have done a bit more, been maybe a bit more creative how how he when he gets onto the ship, somebody doesn't know and. And stuff because he he gets on the ship and he gets the the net and I love when he kind of uses that the disc to cut off yeah. and that's brilliant but then he kind of just rams through him and it kind of ends quickly I think it'd be great if we saw his detective skills used but it's not a it's not a knock on it and we, like you said we clearly see the fact that the predator is one arm mm. like you said multiple 
shots. He's had to make an emergency repair first aid yeah. kit. To, 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 he's had to kind of cauterize his arm yeah. to, mm-hmm. to survive and move on. So, but I do. Maybe I, I, I do. Maybe it's just. It's just again. It's just one of those things that people do see Schwarzenegger as larger than life, and because yeah. it is a massive. It is a massive negative from a lot of reviewers. Were like, he just doesn't stand up. Danny Glover, which I think it's harsh because I think Danny Glover's, you know, no offence to Arnie, he's a legend, but Glover's a better actor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. I think that's the difference, isn't it? Glover's an actor first, yeah. you know. Um, but I think it just stands up for me um, because I think, obviously, you got your jungle saying in the first one, um, and it's it's jungle, 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 jungle. You, you say with the same group of guys who get picked off. Now, you know, people do get picked off within Predator 2. Um, but there's, I, I feel there's more of an emotional connection to the characters in Predator 2. Yeah. Because of the friendship. I, I don't get, you know, when, when Blaine dies in Predator, I was like, I always think, oh, that's cool. Just if Joe's got shot through the back and his chest exploded. Yeah. When Danny dies in Predator 2, there's a... There's a, there's you a don't want sense of to, loss. You don't want him to go up there, do you? You don't no, want him to go and look at him. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, and it affects the character. Yes, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Um, Leona, she's she, you know, not not just the role. Obviously, Harrigan blames himself yeah. um, for that, but uh, Leona is definitely um, struggling with it. And it always made me wonder whether, when they find out she's pregnant, whether that's I Danny's. That. Yeah, yeah, I that's what that. I was thought. Um, which is brings an interesting point because they bring another facet to the predator that he's the, the subway sequence. There's another standout. That is sequence. one as a kid that always not freaked me out. I always thought always a bit creepy but great. Yeah. Nowadays, I think because we've seen the effect and similar stuff like it, it's it's I, I, because I'm remembering it through nostalgic mm. kind of whoa. I remember yeah. it being a lot longer and stuff, but it's a great sequence. Yeah, it's lovely. I mean, it's, it's, I think the predator, by that point the predator is hunting down. Harrigan and his and his people it's it's clocked yeah. him hasn't it it's you know yeah. um so it's going after them um and there is it's just you know you get your, the lights go out you get your strobe effects everyone on the, the train's got a gun which was that, that joke's brilliant yeah. um and uh yeah it's just when you know it kills everyone kills Bill Paxton um and when it Leona gets out of the train and it grabs her and it picks her up and then it looks down and it sees you can see the baby inside yeah. and obviously it just lets it go it's not there's no sport in that yeah. like even though even though she's been shooting at it she's armed and she's obviously she's been attacking it to the predator it's just there's no sport in in killing a pregnant woman which is again it just adds another layer to to their honor code almost yeah, I was just going to say that it's honor. It, it, it separates the predator character from the alien character. Mm. I don't like to put them together as, as the film franchises do, but it just shows you mm. that there is. This is not just a killing machine. There's something mm. about it. it. It's intelligent. It's you, you know it, it has got a set of ethics somewhere. Yeah. And and, um, and I think you're right because I think we may not think about this because this is a retrospective so we know what what other films are made and and, and mm. what awful crossovers there are but before this we'd not really seen like th- these these guys like expanded the predator's character the, yes. the weaponry yeah mm. yeah. Yeah, massively, yeah yeah and i 
never, until I watched this again, never really thought about that too much. I just assumed that the Predator had always had all these. But actually, it's very really that a sequel that's considered, considered well, considered <laughs> inferior mm. often comes up with maybe most of the stuff that the Predator is remembered for now. Yeah. Yeah, the, the smart disc was such a big yeah. thing for me because it, it always reminded anything you can throw in and catch back and do damage with. I, was, I, I always like it's like crawl. Yeah, yeah. Um, the glaive in crawl it always sticks out. People mention crawl. I think of the glaive. People mention predator two. My favourite weapon is the smart disc. I just think it's so yeah. cool. Um, and it's yeah, it's just a nice bit of extra design work that they're throwing in there. That he's you know, it, he's got this. You know, there's the spear, like the um, the spear gun and the net. You know, like he's mentioned before, um, and I just feel like this predator in Predator Two feels more dangerous. Yeah, feels more aggressive, and like you said, but it's it's clever as well. It really sort of when you get that, that little notion in the first Predator where it's you know just towards the end where it's touching the leaves and it notices the spikes. Yeah, uh, on the trap and then goes the other way. Whereas this one, when it it goes into the warehouse, when they sprayed it all down with the radioactive dust and and everything, um, and it's it figures out that there's people in there by changing its its yeah. thermal settings and everything. And it's that little it does that little drawback, doesn't it? When it sees the the light stream, it sort of pulls its head back and it's like right, you fuck now. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And I just think that there's, because it feels more dangerous, some of the set pieces, like the warehouse, is probably some of our favourite stuff in the in the film. Because I think yeah. at that point, we've got to the point where we're now wanting to know why these guys are interfering. Yes. You know, and, and I think it, it mixes up the pace quite nicely. And, and to see all these people that are supposedly experts getting, you know, fucked over left, right and centre. Yeah. I think it's good, and and like I said, I'm a huge fan of uh, Gary Busey, and I think to see to see him take, you know, because Schwarzenegger's larger than life, but yeah, those guys soon were quickly like, what the fuck are we facing? The cops were like, what the fuck's going off? So to see someone actually thinking that they've got a heads up on the predator, it's yeah, nice yeah. to see a different dynamic. A different mm. way of approaching that character. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. And it's nice as well, like you said, like we mentioned before about it being, you know, it was made in nineteen ninety, but set in nineteen ninety seven. They didn't go too futuristic with everything. Yeah, they had yeah, a couple of bits of technology that were, you know, probably you know, it's like Danny's looking at. Is it like when you look at the bullets? He's got this little electronic device where he's scanning yeah. part of the wall and stuff like that. But they didn't. It wasn't like they were doing these mega city structures and expecting too much from the next decade and you know yeah. being over, over the top with everything. Um, they just kept it as grounded and as gritty as as possible. Yeah. Another thing that I really loved is that they brought Alan Silvestri back. Yes. Um, and you know the 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 drum beats. You know the, the, we talked about this on, on on the Predator review works equally as well. Yeah. In the urban setting, what it does in you know in the first one. Well, I think there's a lot of there's a lot of um, other cultural kind of um, flavouring, isn't this spread out from yeah. it? For you've got the Colombians, you've got the Jamaicans yeah. that, that are facing off in the gangs, mm. and then you've got the Predator. This 
wherever he comes from. So yeah. I think, like you said, that, that those different instruments and stuff, they, again, those drums coming back into it, it actually really does possibly suits the film better yeah. than the yeah. first. Even the military-style music. Yeah. You know, it's used a bit more sparingly, but it's all like when, when Peter Keyes turns up with the, his government agency and they play it there, and the, uh, the funeral sort of music, the funeral march music, mm-hmm. when Danny dies, it's a nice callback to the first one. But it works equally as well. Yeah. You know, being a cop's funeral. Um, I just, you know, I just think it's so good to, to be bringing the, you know, the writers back and Alan Silvestri back. Uh, just yeah. to, you know, um, yeah, it just ties everything in. You know, Stan Winston's came back, you know, and, and it's just really, really enjoyable. I, I think, and it did, it did all right box office way. I think it, it was, it was made for, I think. Checking facts and figures, it made for between twenty and thirty million, made uh, almost sixty back, so almost doubled its, yeah, its budget. Well, which back in '99 was great. I mean, it, it opened uh, behind Dances with Wolves, which yeah, you know, it's going to be phenomenal. You know, box yeah. office, Three Men and a Little Lady, um, Home Alone, yeah. yes, yeah, opened it up with Home Alone, because um, it was it released near Christmas. Yeah, you know, which is unusual. It's very unusual, yeah, actually. But uh, yeah, but you know, it, it um, you know, review-wise, you know, the people that I think they were sort of stuck with it. You know, it's Roger Ebert. We talked about in an evolved review, but he gave it two out of four, and it said that you know he felt certain things were underdone you know to, it was a bit of an ugly film it wasn't quite his cup of tea you know he had very mixed reviews um very but i just don't see it it's myself. because I, th- I think it's it's the eye test i call it it's people i might have spoke about this very severely before but i think sometimes you can you can sometimes anything music um film tv game and anything i think you can you can explain and stuff but there's a certain there's a sensation that art and film and music all give you and it's it's usually it's clear you're watching something uh so call it the eye test where it's like i can argue with you and like you were saying with mr psych you can argue with each other but it's 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 how a film makes you feel Mm. and i think maybe the first predator because it was it was so. It's like it's. It's like Alien. It was. It, the design is timeless, mm. and it's so advanced for that time. And then you've got Schwarzenegger who's coming to the top of his game, yeah. or larger than life. So you've got this iconic film, and then in comes this more story-driven, wrapped in a cop kind of, um, um, kind of coating. Yeah, and and we've got like you said this character actor now that's that's the lead that like you said he's a quite an imposing man but yet nobody ever thinks that. Mm. So is it that people have like it's it's almost like it's the eye test of like yeah but I know Schwarzenegger's huge and I watch him and he's great and it's stuff. So is it because it's like well no you remember this being iconic but actually. This film, to me, is a better film. Predator yeah. 2 is a better film than, no, than the first Predator. Yeah, I enjoy it so much more. Yeah. Not to say that, I mean, I absolutely adore Predator. I, I love yeah, Predator. Yeah, Predator's but, brilliant. 
Yeah, but I do think British Zoo is just it is. I think. But it, can you? But if we were sat and they and and, and we could, if people fired our own review back at us and said, "You guys love Predator." You love Predator Two, but surely Predator One's better. It's had this impact that you know the cultural impact had on on, on the film, the, the character. Mm. So, from it's the eye test regarding you have to you get a feeling of how a film is made. So when somebody's going on, everything feels undercooked. It's not my type of film. Mm. My point is, there's nothing I can really like old over it over the original too much. It's just that I feel that the films more logical and when you sit and watch the film i think it's just those it's just got that it's it's that more realistic feeling of watching Mm. it it's like i don't feel i'm watching this kind of like um like rescue commando mission turn into a bit of a stalking kind of nightmare sci-fi with a home alone twist great little ending i feel like i'm watching a proper film with something that that again it's going to sound stupid, but something that it's just not could happen, but it, it it's makes logical sense for this character to exist in this time. Yeah. And I think when I watched this film, I, I, th- I thought to myself, again, maybe I just love Predator 2 too much as a kid and mm. it's not quite as good as the first one. But I watched it again and I said to Gemma, it's, it, it, my wife, I said, it seems to go like the film's been on like 45 minutes and it's ended it obviously hasn't but i was like why do i feel this is so good and that's not to say that that i can't i like points that are great but i think it is the eye test mate i think it's yeah. it's it's how it looks you think it's everything together it's like your senses it just feels like a tighter more cohesive film mm. and i think added into that like you've got a better cast in my opinion yeah yeah you've got a, a tighter story you've got mm deaths that impact characters yeah it's it's like all these little things add up to your to the big eye test and i keep saying that but it, 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 surely there's a few films that people are watching sometimes you do you, you think to yourself oh i like it because of this or no this is great and people will be but why and i think it's it's the overall effect all these little things have and mm. i think that's why sometimes people go in and go no nah, this film's not good yeah it's it don't stand up to it. I think people have got a preconceived idea of of, of what the first Predator was, so Predator Two is almost dismissed because well we can't have two films. We can't have a, a, a low key almost like we can't have a low yeah. key version of an iconic film. It's got to be bigger and better. Well, yeah, as it fuck. Completely agree. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it just it, little things. I think I see you look at things through rose tinted glasses and nostalgia, but there's always something. You know, nostalgia isn't always a great thing. You can go back and watch something that you absolutely loved as a child, and it can be complete bollocks now. You just you, you are yeah. looking at it from a different point of view. But Predator Two is definitely not one of them. It's one of those that really does stand up. And it, if anything, it's you know obviously being called Dan and Daniel throughout my my young years. It was Danny. Uh, you know, everyone mm-hmm. called me Danny at one point. So I've had years and years just off the back of Predator Two. Danny yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah, I have. And my dad especially. I'd be walking his house and just go, Danny boy. You know, and, and just like Want some Danny. candy? <laughs> <laughs> no, not again, Dad. Um but uh, yeah, it, I don't know, it just stands up and I, I I think you're right, I agree with everything you said. Um it is it is a, a preferred film, but I do love them both. 
Yeah, yeah I, I, when I'm saying stuff, I, I really don't mean to put it as a as a negative on Predator. Mm. It's iconic, but it is very much a, a, everyone's there to support Schwarzenegger, and he's yes. there yeah. very good, very kindly to support the Predator because that's to draw the it, film. It was nice to see, like again, that, that they expand on the Predator, they expand on his weapons, they expand on you know on on, on him himself. Well, on the creatures themselves yeah, with these additional it. ones at the end. Well, that's it. At the end, yeah, you get to see inside the ship, you get the, the trophy cabinet, this awesome, I mean, they tease the, the xenomorph moth being in there. Um, yeah, but these other big skull creatures and, and stuff yeah. like that, it's, it's a great look. Um, and then the others turn up at the end, you know, um, and the elder one, he, you know, he throws Harrigan that pistol, that flintlock yeah. pistol. It says and that's such a nice touch it's like these guys have been doing it for centuries if not longer yeah and that's the interesting that opens it up even wider i mean there's there's, there's rumors going around that the next the new the, the next installment predator is going to take things back and it's going to be the predator against native americans yeah um which to me sort of low-key technology you know out on the plains of the old west I find that quite appealing. I would rather see that than a more contemporary or future version. You take things back to basics. Yeah, I think I think there's only so much you can do with with Predator now. I think that the first one was fantastic. It was mm. just from a not knowing what the film's about. You've got this film that's clearly geared one way, and it's almost like Dust Till Dawn that way. I thought yes. Dust Till Dawn kind of kind of stole its kind of mm. thunder a little bit where you like suddenly have the rug pulled from underneath you in yeah, a different yeah. film Predator 2 was the logical choice that not many films have the bollocks to do mm. um, and I think that the end of that like you said you open up the law of the Predator there's so many more options then we got Predators a lot you know what 20 years after something mm. stupid like that so and that kind of, it does it on an alien planet, but it's not the Predator own world, which everyone wanted. Yeah. It's a remix of Predator. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. It's, it's, oh, it's on an alien planet, but it looks like a jungle. Yeah. Thanks for that. And then we've got the Predator, which just, mm, it's another watch. Yeah, we'll leave that there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, highlights. Um, I mean, the cast is, uh, incredible and um but i'm gonna have to say there's a couple of uh, there's a couple of people i said the subway mm. but i think one scene always stuck out for me as a kid and stuck and i really enjoyed it again when i watched it and it was where um harrigan has the meeting with um king willie yeah and then when he leaves the predator drops from the building into the water, invisible, mm. and then the heavy footsteps towards yeah, him. Yeah. You've just all throughout the film, King Willie's name's been brought up, mentioned. He's the threat looming over the city. Yeah. Then we just see the predator walking off with his decapitated head. Yeah. And it's the the, the balls of the predator. It's the balls of the writers to completely get this rid of this guy. Mm. And the absolutely brilliant, again, anxiety-driven kind of like slow footsteps in the water towards this yeah. character who you actually think oh my god for a second you're like sympathetic towards him yeah, yeah. well it's a lovely little practical effect as well it's beautiful isn't it? it's just oh it's more blasting out with those every footstep noise but it works so well 
It really does. It's beautiful. And and again, not that's my specific highlight, but also I think just the the technology, the predator, the fact mm. that they're able to give him more weaponry. Yeah. Sounds silly, but actually it give it makes him a bit of a Swiss Army knife now because he's, mm. he's 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 already got his heat-seeking thermal vision. Yeah. But now he's kind of got weapons, like a, a proper arsenal of weapons at his disposal. Yeah. So you do feel that, like, in a city that's overrun with weaponry and drugs and, you know, lunatics, that this yeah. guy would probably it'd take a small army to stop him. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, I mean, for me, it was, I think, um, like, the opening sequence is such a, there's a, a, so much impact to it. Um, and it doesn't let up, and it's a good like fifteen twenty minutes. We've got about fifteen minutes long, you know, from start yeah. to finish, um, all the way to the, the investigation, the big gunfight, um, Harrigan chasing Scorpion, um, Scorpio up to the top of the roof, and he's terrified and falls off the yeah. building. I love the little interaction where you know Harrigan's looking over the edge after seeing the predator, um, and thinking just sort of wishing off because it's hot and you know he's. The adrenaline's running and everything just sort of shakes it off and danny comes up to him and says you're right you're right chief and he's like yeah yeah just just get me down and he seems really nervous about being on the edge so close to being on the edge of the roof yeah. so there's little character interactions um i love the rooftop chase yeah. where he's running across the top of the cars and then harry gets in the car and he's following him on and, yeah. and that's when there's the, the the big reveal with with uh gary Buse's character yes um and he, it's not like Gary Busey doing that. He's on safari. Lions, tigers, and bears. Oh my. Also, Gary Busey promise. Yeah. I do um, love the slaughterhouse. It is a great scene. Yeah. And it's it great when Gary Busey comes back to fight the predator to save Aragon. That's that's yeah. awesome. And I think this, this without getting into racial sort of uh, stereotypes of impressions, yeah. it's quite quote, it's just as quotable as the first one. Yeah. Just for different yeah. reasons, you know. There's all sort of pussy face and, you know, fucking voodoo magic man. You know, <laughs> it's stuff like that you know, sticks yeah, in my head. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, which is just as much as like get to the chopper and knock, knock, and and all that yeah. sort of stuff. Um, again, you know, but you could use the, you know, whatever is my specialty, just in everyday yeah. life. You know, can you go and clean the toilet? cleaning toilet that's my specialty <laughs> yeah yeah because you've got the annoying fucking odd odd call odd line reporter yes, that's a yeah. fucking arsehole that is is great and, yeah, and when he yeah. finally gets decked it's well, that's quite reminiscent actually the hardcore news reports is quite reminiscent of robocop yes you know these little news reports coming up um but again it's just i like robert davy you know, you know, you oh, a great deal to do with it, but he's no. fantastic. Isn't he? um, but he, he's clever because you've cast in an actor who's got gravitas, and mm. how Danny Glover's character is, you feel that Danny Glover might be hot headed, but this guy can take what Danny Glover's firing at him and not even have to kind of like match him for anger and stuff because you just know he's got that weight behind him. Yes. So it's very clever again using an actor in a limited role that's perfect for the role. That's you, you know, he doesn't have to he doesn't have to scream and shout and you know, we don't sit there and go, Oh, why was he not in it much? Because he just fits into that role perfectly. Yeah. He doesn't over 
it, it's not like, oh, look, he's got a cameo. It's if he, he's just it slides into that naturally. And yeah, great. Yeah, definitely so right. It's like that on the screen. It's brilliant. Yeah, it's just, it is. It's just so, you know, um, I mean, it's like doing, a little, I like the little thing with the, uh, the chief medical examiner. Yeah. When they go and see her and it's like, oh, can you, you tell us about this? And she's like, well, you know, X, Y, Z. And they say, what about this, this little spear that we found? And she's like, we've never seen anything on the periodic table. It doesn't to match up. And it's just so nice to still keep some air of mystery yeah. about things. Um, any problems for you? Um, no, not really. I th- like I said to you, I, un- I understand the, um, I understand people's complaints about, um, about the ending regarding um, Danny Glover is in, but I do think the misplaced most of them are. I, I do think that, that they've got to realise that yes, Schwarzenegger didn't essentially stop him. He blew himself up and managed to mm. run away. It was cunning. Um, but I think that I don't know. Maybe it definitely wants to get to the ship. It's it's it is, this is not a go at the film, but it is very typically a, a product of its time where it's almost like there is no final fight. It's just very quickly happens and mm. stuff. And sometimes that's great because now, nowadays we have like kind of 25 endings for films and it's like, how has he survived? So yeah. it's really yeah. nice to watch a film where it just gets to the fucking point of it. Yeah. But I do see that, you know, if they were to bring out a, a special edition film and, and say, oh, look, we've got a slight like two minutes added to the ending, I'd be like, oh, great. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It wouldn't detract from it. So... I think no massive problems. At, at see, all I, I'm the same, mate. I don't, I don't see. There's nothing that stands out for me. I think it's probably just a little bit. Like I said a little bit more of an ex, expanded ending, yeah. maybe just. You know, I, I do love seeing the inside of the Predator ship, which obviously, we, you know, when they get to AVP, they completely changed. Yeah. Their style of technology. I, I just kind of wish there was some kind of continuity with things, but um, I mean, I, I don't. I'll go back to some highlights. Because I can't find any negative, but there's the whole, you know, um, I don't think he gives a shit. You know, lying in the end. I love at the end when Adam Baldwin. I love, I was just going to say, Adam Baldwin, yeah. great to see a young Adam Baldwin. Yeah. And instead, I was like, you know, where, what's, what's going on at the end? It's like, you know, you missed it. You know, Arrogant's like, hey, don't worry. He only looks at the, the gun because don't worry, you'll get your chance, asshole. I love that he's covered in dust, like in ash. Yeah. And everything, and it always makes me whenever I see him, Danny Glover completely white. I know what like you're that. gonna say. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen, yeah, I've seen shit that'll turn you white. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It opened my mind goes straight to there. So I don't yeah. know. I think, um, I think it's a very, very violent film as well. Um, and you see blood-covered walls, you see skinned bodies and stuff, and it's great because mm. he's a threat, and we yeah. forget that he's got honor, which is great, and at the end's nice because you know they honor the fact that the predator failed and the guy won and they don't just ever wipe him out they give him you know the like you said the weapon back from 1775 but he's also something for sport so it's not it's play day in the park or, or or something so the fact that the film is you know, in some ways, at the beginning, like over the top, but it's it's deserved. It's a, like mm. you say, it's a war zone. It's deserved yeah. to be that, mm. and it's not just like the first film where we've got, you know, military and commandos shooting at each other. 
it's, it's a bloodbath because yeah. no one's prepared for for what they're actually fighting. Mm, yeah. Like you see, like even the the, vo- the voodoo uh, gang, uh, King Willie's people, the cruel. Mm. You know. Um, yeah. You know, is we get to see like people strung up with the cocks hanging out and yeah. gutted and stuff like that. It's 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 just nice to see a film that's uh, that doesn't shy away from anything. Mm. You know, it's just it yeah. feels like it's it's edgy, not through design. It feels like it's edgy because it's true to what it's trying to put on the screen, and yeah. and, I, and I think that fits the characters, and I think that fits the sequel. And to me, that's the overriding thing: is it's truthful, it's gritty. Yeah. You feel like there, Predator's great, but it kind of almost has this reputation of our oh, great Arnie versus the Predator and stuff like yeah. this. This feels like an actual this again not cut up but a logical way of telling that kind of story a yeah, more logical yeah. way brilliant yeah so ratings um i would have to give it a golden biscuit um i think predator one and two are two fantastic films and i think that again one being so iconic creature design everything schwarzenegger I think people have overlooked this film and <laughs> very wrongly in my opinion but I think what's not helped this film is sometimes we go back in time and go that film's great I think the sequels and AVP and stuff have kind of made mm. everybody go yeah the sequels were crap so everyone forgets to even bother looking again at Predator 2 yeah. Yeah. Um, where actually it's quite superior in a lot of ways to mm. the original film so to mm. me I've got no no doubt whatsoever to give this uh, a golden biscuit what about yes. yourself sir? Same mate, because I, I gave Predator, yeah, a golden biscuit. So how could I give a film that improves on the law yeah. that I feel is a better film? How could I give it any less than a golden biscuit? And it does, it just stand up. And you know, people, I think they'll always argue, uh, especially the order of where they see the Predator films, and you know, in each to their own. But I just, I, I don't, I, I don't feel it deserves any less. It just, no, I don't. yeah, I, I, I do, I do really love it. So, and that's yeah. all I can say, mate. That's you know, yeah, absolutely, yeah. But uh, um, it's currently, um, as at the time of recording this, it's currently on Sky Movies. It is, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, so you can watch it there. And I would, if you're not seen it, go out and see it. And uh, again, if it's if it's one of your favourites, give it a chance. You know, to watch it again. You yeah, know, revisit. It. Let us know if. Let us know in the comments if you think that. You know which one's best, the first one. Even even if you think it's the third film, or you know, or the yeah. one from a couple of years ago, that's nice. Yeah, it's interesting to see into how, how people you know, mark yeah. these things and, and rate these things. So yeah, do get in touch. Um, but uh, yeah, that's uh, that's everything from us tonight. Um, yeah. Again, like we asked you before, you know, subscribe and, and, and like and uh, give us a share uh, and, and let us know if you want us to do anything. Comment. Uh, on either you know social media pages or uh, comment on YouTube, um, and if there's anything you want us to do, then give us a shout and we'll, we'll put it on the list. But, uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but as as far as Predator Two goes in this episode of Geeky Missions, that's uh, me saying good night, mate. Yes, and uh, I will see you good night and raise you a very good night. All right, mate. Yeah, take care, pal. You too. Uh, bye. Goodbye.